This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. It's so disappointing to see automakers sue each other over trivial matters rather than battle it out in the marketplace. We say that because General Motors is suing Ford for trademark infringement. It says that Ford's use of the name Blue Cruise for its hands-free driving system infringes on GM's trademark of Super Cruise. So now Ford is asking the U.S. Trademark Office to remove GM's trademark for Super Cruise and even its trademark for Cruise, which is GM's autonomous car company. It is kind of strange that GM was able to trademark the word Cruise. Generally, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office does not allow common words to be trademarked. Seems to us both companies would be better off spending more time working on the chip shortage, COVID outbreaks, and the transition to EVs. Tesla has been criticized for problems with its autopilot system, and now the feds are getting involved. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is opening a formal investigation. The agency says it's identified 11 crashes since 2018 with Teslas on autopilot or traffic-aware cruise control that have hit parked emergency vehicles. The system didn't detect flashing lights, flares, an illuminated arrow board, or cones warning of hazards. The investigation covers all models built between 2014 and this year. Meanwhile, Tesla keeps racing ahead building its own EV charging system in China. It now has 7,000 superchargers in China at 900 stations across the country. It just started rolling out its V3 superchargers, which have 250 kilowatts and can add 250 kilometers or 155 miles of range in just 15 minutes. Tesla opened its first supercharger in Shanghai seven years ago and is now manufacturing the chargers in China. The age of silicones began at Fokker more than 70 years ago. Whether you're looking for thermal management of battery systems or the protection of electronics, let your innovations be powered by Vocker Silicones. Visit us at Vocker.com. E-mobility powered by Vocker Silicones. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Lincoln wanted to know what its vehicles might look like in the future, so it challenged transportation students from Art Center College of Design in Southern California to design a Lincoln for the year 2040. The students were told their goal was to come up with a beautiful gliding human sanctuary, and four vehicle types needed to be represented. A two-passenger, a four-passenger, a four-passenger with elevated ride height, and a six-passenger vehicle. And Lincoln is now displaying one of the four vehicles, a futuristic four-passenger car called Anniversary, during Monterey Car Week. It's a very low-slung vehicle with a really long hood and an elongated rear that almost has a bit of a boat tail vibe. It's said to connect the present and past with the ability to display digital images on the dashboard. There may soon be a new title holder for the world's quickest production car. 
the Rimac Nevera, an electric supercar, was able to run the quarter mile in an unofficial eight and a half seconds at over 167 miles per hour. The Tesla Model S Plaid does a claimed 9.2 seconds in the quarter mile, and the Dodge Challenger Demon clocks in under 10 seconds. While those are impressive machines, with over 1,900 horsepower, it's no wonder the Nevera is so fast. And if you're wondering why the name Rimac sounds so familiar, it recently bought a controlling stake in Bugatti. The classic car knowledge of Autoline viewers will never cease to amaze me. Our mystery car from last Friday was quickly revealed to be an Enfield 8000. The small, somewhat goofy-looking car is actually a two-seater EV. It was introduced in 1973 and was powered by a 6-kilowatt or 8-horsepower electric motor, which provided a top speed of 77 kilometers an hour or about 48 miles per hour. The advertised range was around 64 kilometers or 40 miles. The Enfield was a bit of a mutt, too, with suspension parts from the Hillman Imp, doors from Mini, and rear axles plunked from Reliant three-wheelers. Only 120 were sold in the UK during its lifetime. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. When the Swedish supplier AutoLeave spun out its ADAS business unit as a separate company, it hoped to unlock more stockholder value. And wow, did it ever! That business unit, now called Vianir, is caught up in a bidding war between Magna and Qualcomm. Magna offered $3.8 billion for Vianir and thought it had the deal locked up, when Qualcomm came out of nowhere offering $4.6 billion. ADAS, or Advanced Driver Assist Systems, is turning out to be a major growth sector in the auto industry. And now the question is, will Magna come back with another offer? And Autoline has heard through the grapevine that there could be another major supplier that is about to come in with a third offer. Stay tuned, this story is far from over. The Wuling Hongguang Mini EV continues to stun the experts. In the first half of the year, over 157,000 Chinese customers snapped up the car. It's outselling the Tesla Model 3 and Model Y combined, and at this rate, it could rack up 300,000 sales by the end of the year, which no one expected. Even more interesting is that the dinky electric car is getting most of its sales in smaller cities in China, not in the big cities like Shanghai. With a base price of a little over $4,000, just about anyone can afford to buy the Mini EV. Can traditional automotive manufacturing make the transition to electric and autonomous cars? Can the Motor City transform itself into the Mobility City? 
That's what we'll be talking about on AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. Our guest is Trevor Paul, the Chief Mobility Officer for the state of Michigan. And there's a lot riding on this. Success means a prosperous future. Failure could lead to economic ruin. So join John and Gary this Thursday afternoon for AutoLine After Hours. And we have some bad news to report. Mose Nolan, the former senior motorsport engineer at Ford, passed away. He spent 57 years at the company and worked on cars for Lamar, Indy, NASCAR, and drag racing. We were fortunate enough to have him on AutoLine After Hours, not once, but twice several years back. And here's him talking about some of the engines that he worked on. Mark uh, Beckman or Bachman says, what would you say is the most significant engine that you worked on and what challenges were there that made it successful? I would say the 427 side oiler Le Mans engine. And, and the reason for that, Mark, is, is we had some pretty good material in these various parts. And the surface finishes on them was important and was there for longevity. Now, the engine horsepower, if you probably know this, it was a NASCAR engine detuned to go 24 hours. And I believe in 24 hours we made 3,251 some miles travel. Right down to so, the last digit, yep. 3,251. Good for so, you, folks. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, that was the most interesting engine uh, for me because uh, we were so dependent on bringing this thing home as a winner for Mr. Ford, you know. Yeah, Carl Esposito has a very similar question. I don't know, maybe it's a little bit different. What would you consider the pinnacle of engine design? Same one or? Uh, no, I would have to vote for the uh, Indy Camera engine because of uh, uh, the deviation between push rods to uh, followers, the cup type follower and so on, and four valves in the pin chamber, combustion chamber, and the dual red cams with, uh, I believe it was 16 or 17 straight cut gears in the front that drove this whole thing. Uh, that was the one you really had to pay attention with it. You had the proper clearance on all these. They were noisier and all get out. I mean, when that thing around, come around turn four, it was screaming, but it was all these gears rattling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly wasn't the air slipping off the car, but, uh, but so I, I thought that that was um, maybe the most complicated engine that, that I was connected with in, in our racing programs. There's a lot of great racing history in those shows if you'd like to go back and check them out. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over the air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy efficient world. Vacher, creating tomorrow's solutions. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.